The 5AA player lets you stream 5AA on your phone wherever you are. 5AA Mornings with Matthew Pantelis. Well, this time of the week on a Monday morning, we have a chat about our state and some of the programs that are underway to help people or uh, inform you about some of the things going on in, in South Australia. And today we are talking about gambling harm. Last week was gambling harm awareness week, but the campaign rolls on because 40,000, that's a lot of people, South Australians gamble at risky levels. And for every one of those, another three to six people are affected, family primarily. Harms experienced by gamblers and loved ones. Well, there's obviously financial harm, damage to relationships. There's emotional, psychological distress, poor health, cultural harm, issues with work and study and criminal activity even. And, and sometimes people don't recognise they're suffering the harm until it's too late. And, and a full-blown crisis underway. And then how do you get out of that type of lifestyle and habit, particularly with gambling? So a Gambling Harm Ahead campaign has been launched to uh, to take public health approach and uh, look at minimising gambling harm. Joining me here in the studio, Rory Spreckley, who's manager for the Office for Problem Gambling, working in the uh, SA government for some years, a background assisting disadvantaged and vulnerable communities, the Office for Problem Gambling, responsible for the Gamblers Rehabilitation Fund, administering that, which provides help services, programs and initiatives of the sort we're going to talk about today. Rory, good Good morning to you. Good morning, Matthew. And on the line, we've got Andrew, who uh, is uh, what we call lived experience, a person who has been through the addiction of gambling. Andrew, good morning to you. Good morning, Matthew. Thank you both for your time today. Rory, let's start with you. Tell us about the, the Gambling Harm Ahead campaign. So uh, Gambling Harm Ahead campaign is a specific campaign um, we've designed um, to better help South Australians recognise those early signs of gambling harm. Um, we've, we designed it and lived in conjunction with people who have a lived experience uh, of gambling harm. And the end result is uh, the campaign, which has four key messages. Mm. One uh, around financial stress as an early sign of gambling harm. The other one is gambling alone. Uh, and the other two are um, chasing losses and borrowing to bet. And they're four uh, early signs that, that people told us they wish they recognised sooner and they wish they acted on sooner. The other part of the campaign is, um, when we've received really good feedback on, is a radio ad uh, which um, mimics Siri, the sat-nav, oh, yeah. uh, and, and talks about the journey people go on. So up ahead they might see the chasing losses sign and further down the road they see the borrowing to bet. But importantly, um, it's really important that South Australians recognise they can exit that journey and they can get help, and that help is free, confidential and available right across the state. Is it easy to do, though? I mean, you say exit the journey, but it must be so difficult to get people to take that, that left turn off that road. Look, it, right it, we, we're told that, yeah, exactly, and Andrew, you know, can speak about mm. that um, uh, better than better than me, but um, we know... What we do know is that when people do make that decision, yeah. the help works. Okay. It really does work, right. and, and people's lives drastically improve. Yeah, how about that? Andrew, what do you make of Gambling Harm Ahead campaign? Well, when I look at it, I, I analyse it a little bit, and it's just like, but I just recall when I was on the road of, of gambling and in serious gambling, I seem to be on this highway that it seems to just be going express, express down to the bottomless pit of where I ended up. Mm. Um, and the more I think about the, the, this program that's there, 
you know, um, the signs are out there to come to warn me to slow down, to stop and to think about what, what's happening and, and to turn off and to get help. Yeah. Um, and for me, I, I wish that I could pick up the signs a bit better when I was had my own problem gambling uh, then rather than have a looking at this program now and think, geez, if, if people are on this on the spiral that I was on, mm. they can just stop and think about um, what harm they're causing themselves and others. Um, I, I think it's a brilliant program. What was your addiction, Andrew, if I can ask? Was it was it pokies? Was it, you know, the horses? Was it two flies crawling up a, a wall? Anything and everything? What what got you in? No, the only thing I got addicted to big time was pokey machines. Yeah. Um, I, I could bet on other things if I wanted to, and it didn't affect me whatsoever, but the poking machines was the ones that, um, yeah, it just really, really affected me. Um, I, I was, I was hooked, hooked line and thinker. Gee, and was it the, the lights, the sounds? I mean, we, we hear that those things can trigger an addiction or a, I don't know what, a, an inclination to play. Yeah. It was, if some of it was the lights and sounds, uh, I know I tried at some point to put headphones in to, um, block out the sound, but I wanted to listen to the sound. Mm. But it was more the rush of the wind. It was more of, of, of you know, I've, I've pressed the button and all of a sudden there's this large wind that's, that's come up. And it was that sort of rush, that dopamine rush that I got um, by doing that. Um, that was the thing that really, really got me hooked in. Mm. Amazing. That's, that's not good, is it? So obviously knowing those signs. Rory, why is it important to run this campaign? I mean, there's a, a little bit of a story from Andrew there, but mm. that would be the, the crux of it, I suppose, is to help people that are that badly hooked in. It, exactly. We've, we've done some, um, really good research around South Australia's awareness uh, of those early signs and awareness of, um, help services. And, you know, for example, while South Australians have a good understanding of the financial harms of gambling, they don't have such a good understanding around, uh, you know, relationship, um, physical health harms or, you know, even emotional, um, you know, being in a bad mood after um, missing the quaddy at Caulfield on the weekend, yeah. for example. The other thing we know is awareness of our help services is really low and that's that's part of the campaign is, is really wanting to promote that help is available. Um 65% of South Australians, only 65% of South Australians know about the gambling helpline, one 858 It's a helpline that's 24-7, um, free, confidential, um, and, you know, there's less awareness for other sorts of things like we've got our website, Gambling Help Online, or even just our face-to-face -face gambling help services where people can go sit down with a counsellor. Only 40% of South Australians know about that. Really? So that's, that's really why, um, you know, rec one, recognising those early signs and two, knowing you can get help. That's what the campaign's all about. I'm interested in hearing that it's 24-7. I, I know about the, the the fact there is a helpline, but I didn't realise it was 24-7. Is that in case somebody at 3am says, I, I, I'm going to go to the pub, help me, essentially? Look, that's exactly right. Yeah. Um, uh, a lot of their phone calls are um, in those those wee hours of the morning um, and, um, you know, people can get help really quickly. Uh, via that via that phone line, um, it, just like Lifeline, you know they're very very trained professional um, uh, people, and and they can talk talk to you in that moment, and importantly, further down the track, um, follow up with you and and refer you to one of those face to face counselling sessions or, or other types of treatment that might mm. might suit them. Okay, Andrew, what signs did you wish you'd seen on the way through? Well, the main side I, I wish I would have seen was, um, and my 
um, borrowing. I was starting to borrow to, to bet. Yeah. And I was gambling alone, which is something they've always done. Mm. And I know that's one of the, the, um, the, the signs that they've put out. There's a lot of people, especially with sports betting, will gamble in groups and then go home and, and gamble alone on their phones on sports. But when it comes to borrowing to bet, I've become very creative on how I borrow to bet. And, um, yeah, I got caught out with that. But um, it was something that I, I should have picked up straight away that um, this is a bad thing for me that yeah. uh, I was borrowing and I had to find a way to pay back what I borrowed. So I borrowed to pay back what I borrowed mm. so I could borrow some more to go on to gamble again. And um, I wish I'd picked up that fine. Do you think deep down you knew that, but, you know, you were just pushing it off to a side? Yes, absolutely. Mm. Um, I totally agree with that. Um, I I just didn't want to face up to the fact Mm. that I actually had a gambling addiction. And I think a lot of people are the same. They just don't want to stop and analyse and see that they do have an addiction, whether it's gambling or to to other things, and are embarrassed to um, find help or ask for help. Um, and that was me. Yeah. Yeah. What consultation, Rory, did you undertake for the campaign? So, yeah, the campaign um, is, is sort of designed um, with really good evidence basis behind it. Um, and in South Australia, we're, we're putting um, gambling harm minimisation in a public health approach, and that's where the leading and world's best practice sits. So this campaign echoes echoes that that approach, and mm. so we designed it and um, went away and thought about well, how can we how can we better help people recognise those early signs. And road signs was a, something that came out yeah. really really quickly, um, and we we took a even a sort of much earlier. Um, it, it, the campaign a bit more in its infancy to people like Andrew and a group of other people who have lived experience of gambling harm and said to them, what do you think? Do these signs speak to you? Um, do, this, do the imagery speak to you? And what about the ad? And, and we received some absolutely fantastic feedback. And I know I've said thank you, Andrew, before, but I'll just say it again. Um, thank you so much um, because the f- feedback that those people with the lived experience gave us um, was uh, invaluable and has created this much better product. Um and and so we'll we'll uh, see how it goes over the next couple of weeks, mm. and and come back to people like Andrew and 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 see what we've learnt from that as well. So the the gambling harm ahead campaign does it go through stages where uh, you know the first road sign? I mean, is it in an order that that you've worked out is is best suited for people? Look, uh, no, but we know these four signs are really common yeah. amongst the journey that mm. people have when they experience gambling harm, and that the radio ad goes through that, that right. kind of journey. Because um, I imagine everyone's journey is different. Everyone's journey asking. is different, yeah. but you know these these four early signs are, are really really good indicators um, that. You, you may well be experiencing gambling harm and you need mm. to reconsider your journey. And, and um, you know, there's two really simple questions people can ask themselves if, uh, about their gambling. The first one is, well, is it, can you afford it? And if you can't afford it, there's a good chance you're experiencing gambling harm. And I know that's sometimes a little bit harder for people to recognise, but the second one is, is your gambling no longer fun? Mm. If your gambling is no longer fun, I guarantee that that person will be experiencing gambling harm. Yeah, yeah, well, that's a good way of looking at it. What was the turning point for you, Andrew? Turning point for me, uh, I eventually um, got caught stealing money from an employer Mm. and um, I knew then it was time that I just had to stop and and face my demons properly and then 
sought help from uh, counsellors as well as other people with lived experience issues with um, problem gambling. And I was able to um, talk to a lot of those people, and they're still a lot of them are still my good good friends today. Where um, we're able to share our own lived experiences and support one another through our own recovery. Yeah. Is it hard to talk about? I mean, I've asked you questions about sights and sounds of poker machines, for instance. Does clearly now that that must not trigger a response in you that makes you think, "Oh, I really miss that. I got to go and play it." Uh, you, you must be beyond that now. Obviously, I mean, you wouldn't be doing this otherwise. So, uh, how how is getting over something like that? Uh, it is still very difficult and um, there's still things that I can't do. Um, I don't trust myself with my own debit card and I, I thank um, technology every day for things like Apple Pay that mm. I don't have, physically have to carry my own debit card and don't have to carry cash. Yeah. So I don't trust myself with cash. Um, I do think about going to the venues from time to time. But um, I limit myself by not carrying my debit card, so I, I can't really go to a venue anymore um, and, until such times as they um, put um, you know, tap and go on a machine. Then I've got to rethink my strategies a bit. Yeah. Um, but no, they, they, certainly there are days where you start feeling down and the triggers still keep coming back wow. where you, you go, okay, I feel like I've got to do this again just to, just to help myself. But then you realise the journey that you've been down and you realise that you have um, support groups around you to, to talk to people about, I'm feeling down, I feel like I'm going to go and, and gamble again. And just to have someone to talk to, um, you don't even need to talk out your problems or anything like that. Sometimes it's just having some people around you to talk to and you go, yeah, I feel a lot better now. Um yeah, it's still it's not a daily struggle, but after 2017, so six years, six and a half years, yeah. still even after six and a half years, sometimes you do get that craving to go back. Wow, that's unreal. So, okay, l- let me ask you the personal question. So what have you lost? I mean, clearly money, potentially your job if you're caught stealing. I mean, it's really impacted your life big time, probably relationships too, I imagine. Yeah, all three of those. Um I'm very, very lucky that I've got a strong core group of friends that could see past the addiction and see the the real me. Mm. Um, I count myself very blessed with that. Um, I count myself very blessed that I'm, I'm, I've worked hard to um, get into a position in life now where I'm not um, playing the machines every day and I'm not... You know, I know the thoughts do come back, but I'm not thinking about when can I go back and play a machine again? Yeah. Um, I've studied, we've talked about lived experience, I've studied my um, to be a peer support worker. Um, I do struggle to find employment with that because the funding's not there mm. from from um, the government to agencies to have more people with lived experience talk to, um, to people. But I do volunteer with Relationships Australia. They have what they call a lived experience in gambling harm program. Um, where they have uh, trained speakers like myself go out to um, to industry or to schools or to um, mental health uh, first aid courses or anyone really that you know they they feel that um, uh, a group of people might be uh, beneficial to hear from someone like me my own gambling story yeah. and we're very happy to go out and and tell our own um, lived experience stories. Um, 
to anybody really that mm. feels that a group of people would 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 benefit from listening to us. What advice do you give them? What 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 do you say to people who are going through that sort of journey at the moment? Advice is I give no advice out whatsoever. Um, I encourage people to um, look at their own situations in life. I encourage people to reach out to um, services like the Gambling Helpline, um, uh, Relationships Australia, uh, other places that help people with um, with gambling issues. And the gambling might be a secondary issue as well. It might be a, a first issue that what's causing the gambling. It could be a multitude of things from work stress to family stress to financial stress, as you were talking about earlier today on the on on the on your program with yeah. with health and yeah. with health and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um speak to the GP, you know, you've got to well, there is there are people there that want to hold your hand and help you through mm-hmm. but you're the one that has to want to change and you're the one that has to drive that change. So I, I do encourage people to um they want to change, um, find those supports that are out there for you and um and with their help um, start start turning your life around. Yeah, Andrew, thank you for for your honesty. Look, Tyson has called in. He's got a, a gambling story himself uh, from Clarence Gardens. Tyson, good morning. Good morning, Matthew. Good morning, boys. Um, yeah, there was a couple of times I blew my whole paycheck at the pokies trying to chase the seven hundred bucks that I won the week before. If I did it then, I can do it again. You know, um, and it wasn't until the publican actually told me. You can buy yourself for three months. And I thought, oh, great, I'll do that. And then when we sat down and actually filled out the forms, you can buy yourself from every single pub in town. You can buy yourself from the casino. Anywhere there's pokies, if you go in there, they're all motion uh, detective cameras, mm. you'll get a $5,000 fine if you walk into the pokies. Gee, after you so ban yourself. Yeah. Yep, so I banned okay. myself for three months. After that three months finished, the publican said, do you want to keep going? I said, yep. And she's like, well, we can do it indefinitely. Okay. You're banned from pokies forever. And I said, yes, I signed the form. So if I get caught, I get a $5,000 fine. All right, interesting. Good on you, Tyson. Thank you for that. Well, that's one way of dealing with it. Um, Andrew, thank you once again for, for having a chat today. Really appreciate that. Rory, uh, how long's the campaign going to run for? So we're going to run it... Um uh, Gambling Home Awareness Week was last week. We're yep. going to run it for a couple more weeks, okay. uh, well into November. And uh, we've received such good feedback on the campaign that I think, you know, we'll, we'll see it again mm. out in the in the media. Um, and you'll certainly see more coming from uh, the Office of Problem Gambling in, in, in relation to these sorts of things. Do you think those slogans that we've seen in the past, like gamble responsibly at the end of an ad, that, that seemed to be an endorsement more than a don't do this. I, I like the more current ones that say think of what you're gambling with and win some, lose more, which is exactly sums up gambling to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that gamble responsibly tagged, um, to be fair, sort of became universally recognised as a bit of a cop-out. Yeah. Um, and that's that's from right across, you know, the sector, including the, the gambling industry itself. Mm. Um, uh, and those new messages, um, uh, compulsory warning messages that the federal government uh, has, has designed and we contributed to in South Australia, certainly much more um confronting i yeah, think um yeah. the black and the black and the white 
uh, and really looking forward to see the evaluation of that because I know the federal government are looking doing that, so that's something we'll be looking at in South Australia. If uh, people need assistance, give us that gambling helpline uh, again. one eight hundred eight five eight five eight. 858 And please, you know, it, remember it's 24-7. You can call any time um, and trained professionals uh, can speak to you, you know, almost instantly. It's it's free, it's confidential, and, and like I said earlier, um, we do know it is hard for people to reach out to help, but but I can say that when, when people do, the help really does work. Yeah, indeed. Appreciate your time today, you and, and Andrew. Rory Sprickley, who is the uh, the manager of uh, the uh, gambling um, serv- Office for Problem Gambling, has worked uh, with the government there for, for some years, and Andrew with lived experience helping other people today.